Hello, this is Ruin Willow, and you are listening to the Oh Fuck Yeah with Ruin Willow podcast. I want to welcome you to my podcast where I talk about all things related to sex, sexuality, sexual health, erotica, author interviews, all things related to sex. So if you're under 18, it's time to leave the podcast now. This is not for you, but if you are 18 and over, oh, hell yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it, let's go. It is for us, oh, hell yeah. I have a special treat for you today on my podcast. This is a book that I am featured in as an audiobook narrator, Ruin Willow. <laughs> this book is called How the West Wasn't One, part two. There is a part one. I have a part, a voice part, and part two. So this was written by D.B. Bray and Walt Allen. It is performed by Walt Allen and featuring me, Ruin Willow, and Schaefer Hughes. It is a sexy story. It is a high adventure story. I'm make a tits in the book. This is an amazing, awesome audiobook. You guys gotta get this book. It is so good. It is great adventure and it is so funny. So funny. I laugh so hard. The part at the end with the bonuses, I was laughing so hard. It has bloopers, including me and from all the audiobook narrators. It has extra songs and it is so funny. I literally was laughing so hard. My stomach hurt and my teeth dried out. My mouth dried out because my mouth was open for so long laughing. And I'm not lying at all. This is totally serious. It is so funny. We've got to get this book. So this is part two. There is a part one of the book and an audio part one. And the book is now out in part two and the audio book which is what I am a part of. So this is a book where I'm McTitz. I'm a knife-throwing badass who joins the Tough as Shit Nails crew. It's a comedic comedy with high-stakes fighting, adventure, camaraderie, sex, of course, drugs, well, mushrooms, and that part is so funny. You're going to laugh. And rocking the roll of the prairie in the Old West, vigilante style. I'm going to read the book blurb that appears on Amazon. This book is on sale on Amazon and Amazon Audible for the audiobook. And I'm going to put those links in the podcast notes below. Okay, here we go. This is the book blurb to orient you to the book. And we're going to listen to one chapter, chapter eight of the book. Flash, preacher's best friend for 30 years is dead. The grief and anger don't allow him to skip the bottle this trip. The worst bounty hunters in the Old West must now go with bear claws and burn Kirky to the ground in retribution. It's the Comanche way. The trio will go through new obstacles and find out some unwanted truths about their fellow riders. What happened to blue guns? Where is Apache Joe? Preacher must ride the prairie and find out how to get everyone out of the pickle alive or die trying. 
Part two is a continuation from How the West Wasn't One. More blood, more sex, more shenanigans, horses in the spirit world making sex in a teepee without it collapsing from two large bodies rubbing together. Every laugh is harder. Every bullet is faster. But Preacher knows one unmutable truth. Flash is roasting in hell, and he will join him soon. Okay, so that's what's going on. There's multiple characters, and they're all in the Old West style. They're just, they're great characters. They're alive. They're dynamic. They're, they're, they're badass. They are badass. So it's fitting with the Old West genre, but there's comedy in there too. So it's a great story. You have to get it. You will love it. I'm serious. <laughs> okay, so in this excerpt, we're going to hear chapter eight, which is performed by Walt Allen. And then my characters in this chapter, as well as Schaefer Hughes. So you'll hear all of our voices, and it's a highly imaginative, well-done audiobook. You will love it. Okay, are you ready? Okay, let's do it. Here we go. Enjoy. Walt Allen. Chapter 8 Preacher woke up inside the teepee to Shlomo's neighs and snickers outside the tent, with the shadow of one horse mounting the other. He peered over at the shadows against the outside, moving in unison, and then burst out laughing. <laughs> he could have sworn he heard, Take this dick, beach, in Chaim's feminine voice. Turtle Dove rolled over and kissed him. What's so funny, Preach? Preacher made eye contact with her as the shadows disappeared. Nothing, nothing at all, he said with a loud giggle. Turtle Dove yawned. Then come back to bed. Let those horses graze outside the tent. Must have found some dandelions outside. They always do that when they find them in the grass. Preacher guffawed. <laughs> Yes, of course. Dandile lions. <laughs> Preacher woke to the smell of horse meat and jalapenos swimming in bison fat in the fire near him. He inhaled deeply, packed his gum with a chaw, and winced once he remembered his ass wound. Son of a whore! He shouted when the cheek made contact with the blanket he was lying on. Turtle Dove giggled as she stirred the fire. Then she grew serious. You spoke to one eagle? Preacher sighed. Yep, he still hates me. Turtle Dove shook her head. He will always have that chip on his shoulder. She made eye contact with Preacher. When he rides with you to Albuquerque, bring him. I will, Preacher said, cutting her short. Turtle Dove smiled and gave him a hot plate of offal, his favorite. Preacher didn't wait for the utensils. He laughed at the pain as he shoveled the fire-hot offal in his mouth with a relish. This is better heaven, he moaned, licking his lips while chewing. Turtle Dove laughed. You're one in a million, Preacher. Preacher let loose a long fart. Yes, yes I am, 
Preacher, Lucius said from outside the tent. Preacher moaned as he got up and then walked outside. Yeah, he said, chewing more awful. Silence approached them. You're wounded, but Lucius and I have to ride to Kirky to check on Joe. Preacher gave a slow nod. I can still ride. No, you can't, Preach, Silence said. Preacher sighed. Motherfucking Mary on a manger! Lucius chuckled as Meta joined them. All right with y'all, Meta said. All three looked at him. Silence said, Meta, look, if something happened to him and he's still alive, you'll need me. Meta insisted. Or if y'all get shot. Shit, Preacher hissed. Who's going and who's staying? Deadwood asked, walking up, adjusting his mountain hat. Lucius sighed. Preacher's out. Well, I'll take his spot. If Joe's in trouble, I gotta go. He's my pal, Deadwood said. Preacher sulked for a moment. And the warriors. I already talked to Bear Claus. He's going to ride to the others and call the war party together, Lucius said. Preacher sighed and rubbed his eye. Well, fuck my life. I'm the cause of all this. Everyone laughed. Silence placed a hand on the shoulder. Preach. He glanced up. We volunteered, and if you weren't wounded, we would all ride. But we'll bring both those boys back. She paused. A week at most. We'll slip in under the good old boys' noses and come back to get the war party. Preacher spat. Meta? Meta glanced at him. Take slow-mo. She's a good mount. Since yours pulled up lame, I'll look after yours. Meta chuckled. Yeah. A horse like that needs a lot of load. I'll bring her back safe and sound. Preacher smiled. I know you will. Thanks for saving my ass. Uh, literally. Everyone had a good laugh as the others mounted and waved to Preacher as they departed. Shlomo winked when she passed and snickered. Preacher winked and grabbed his crotch with a laugh. Lucius led the group, the dust swirling around them, leaving the encampment. They mostly cantered in silence, the hoofbeats their only accompaniment as the sun peeked over the horizon. They crossed the terrain without any trouble as Lucius reined in to rest the horses. The group was a few days' ride from Albuquerque and rode into an all-but-deserted mining camp on the edges of nowhere, the kind of place folks run to when the mines had just found a load. They cantered down the dirt road in the center of town, with only the sparse buildings lining the street. Mining camps like these started as tents, and grew quickly as word spread of whatever it that was found. Lucius reined in and waited for the others to catch up. He dismounted and surveyed the street. There was a half-hearted blacksmith shop set up behind them, and a saloon in front of them, next to a horse pen where colts and horses alike were grazing. Drink? Lucius asked Silence as she approached. Yeah, I could use a beer, she said, checking her six-shooters. Meta? Lucius asked. Nah, I'm going to see if there's a general store. Need to stock up on ammo and supplies. Y'all want anything? Lucius grinned. Yeah, if they have some soap and hygiene products, give me some. He sniffed Silence. And some for Silence. She smells like Apache Joe. Meta barked a laugh. Yeah, fucking in my moonshine closet will do that to you. Silence blushed. 
Oh, fuck off, you two. Meta led Shlomo down the street as the others entered the saloon. Lucius immediately noticed a woman tending bar with the largest breasts he had ever seen. She had dirty blonde hair with a chest so large that he wondered how her buckskin vest fit her curves. The woman had to lean her ass back to snatch the shot glasses from under the bar. Silence laughed. Hey, old man, your cock probably don't work no more. Lucius glared at her. But if it does, I'll take everyone over to the empty table over yonder for you to find out, she said with a chuckle. Lucius grinned. Dollar dollar bill time, he said, licking his lips. Need to get some pussy after all we've been through. Bring your young ass over there and I'll be right over or not, he said with a wink. Silence rolled her eyes and snapped her fingers. Ma'am, beer's around the table. The woman nodded and went back to cleaning shot glasses. Lucius approached and tipped his black cowboy hat, his silver spurs clinking as he approached with a disarming smile. The woman glanced up and a smirk lay at the corner of her mouth. What do you say, gorgeous? Lucius said, his pearly white teeth shining. The woman shrugged. Tending bar, like usual, she sighed. Oh, bored are we? Lucius asked with a chuckle. The barkeep filled the mugs in silence, her face expressing the words that were unneeded. Lucius withdrew his hat and reached behind the bar for a bottle of Kentucky whiskey. What's your name? He asked, pinching two shot glasses together and placing them in front of him. The bartender smiled. They call me Kira Nabnaka's McTits, but my last name is McPhee the woman said with a deep Minnesota accent. Lucius was sipping his whiskey and spat the contents out with a laugh, then wiped his chin. Proper name. Nakas laughed with him and sighed. Just showing off what the Lord blessed me with. Lucius nodded at Deadwood, who approached, staring at Nakas' chest. Ma'am, he said, tipping his hat. She smirked and pointed up. My eyes up here, lover boy. Here's your beers. Deadwood moved to pick them up. You gotta pay first, Lucius hissed. Oh, you ain't buying this round, Lucius? Deadwood asked with a raised eyebrow. Shouldn't have shot preacher in the ass, Lucius hissed, his smile disappearing. Deadwood glared at him. Lucius slammed his palm on the bar, startling Nakas. Now pay the lady and fuck off till I cool down. Deadwood kept his stare a moment longer, lowered the mugs to the bar, and tossed a crumpled five-dollar bill on the bar top. Here you go, ma'am, he said, without even glancing in her direction, as he snatched the beers up and walked away. Nakas smirked when Lucius made eye contact. Personal, huh? Shitty shooter. My friend couldn't continue with us because Deadwood shot him in the ass a few nights back during the raid. Nakas nodded. Hazards of bounty hunting, eh? Lucius smiled and tapped his pinfire revolver secured to his chest. Afraid so. Nakas sighed and shook her head, filling her shot glass that Lucius had slid over to her. Sure do miss those days, she muttered. Lucius raised an eyebrow. You hunted. Nakas let out a loud laugh. <laughs> Surprised? Lucius stammered. 
Yeah, I, I mean, no. Nakas cleared her throat, and before Lucius knew it, a knife had flown to the other end of the bar and thudded into the bullseye on the dartboard. She smirked, picked up her shot, and downed it. It's true. Before I got the name Nobnakas, I was an expert at throwing knives. Been on it since I was four years old. She sighed. Just lost too many friends along the way. Lucius gave a silent nod and slammed his whiskey, then poured two more. So you were tied to the middle of fucking nowhere? Nakas shrugged with a laugh. Better here than old Minnesota, she chuckled. I like the air here. Lucius nodded with a smile. Cold country of north. Naka's eyes flashed with fire. Then she slammed another shot. Gotta have a body next to you to keep warm. I miss that the most. Lucius's dick hardened. Is that so? He asked with a wink. She rolled her eyes. I get propositioned every fucking day, but I don't fuck dirty, washed-up gunfighters traveling through on the way to Kirky. Lucius, quick-draw, McGraw. Lucius's eyes widened. You know me? Nakas leaned back and withdrew his wanted poster from under the bar and slid it across to him. Any man with a 3,000 bounty on his head is a Dangerous man, she said, licking her lips. Lucius laughed, then winked. Did this man on the side of the prairie, besides Bass Reeves? Bass has passed through a few times. She fanned herself. That's a man with a huge gun. Lucius grinned, then chuckled. You let old Bass in that buckskin? I'm jealous. A wicked grin crossed Naka's lips. You shouldn't be. I heard you're deadlier. She tossed her long, dirty blonde hair over her shoulder, then slammed a shot. And I want to find out. Lucius guffawed. My thoughts exactly. Well, I hope you enjoyed that excerpt from How the West Wasn't Won by T.B. Bray, and Walt Allen himself. So, you can find this book on Amazon and Amazon Audible. I will put the affiliate links down in my podcast notes. And I hope you check out this book. You will laugh. You will laugh. You will be entertained. You will like it. And of course, um, my character McTitz gets fucked. Oh, two times <laughs> by a big black cock. So it's hot. It's hot. And yes, I moan. And yes, I say fuck. And I do all kinds of fun things. I'm a knife thrower. <laughs> I love it. I had so much fun doing this book. I loved working with these talented, super, super talented men. I feel so fortunate that I was a part of this book, that I was given this role, and I am so excited that I'm in this book. And I hope you guys check it out and give us a review. You know, reviews are actually huge. Even if you just give like one sentence, it helps so much to spread the book around. We love honest reviews. Please, please give us an honest review if you check out this book. We would love to hear from you. We love feedback. We just want to know what you think. 
We hope you enjoy it and we want to know what you think. So give us your thoughts. Take a few moments. Also, follow my podcast if you like my podcast and what I do on it. I hope you do. I'd love to hear from you also and give me honest reviews. Please connect with me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest. Share some. I love to interact with people. You can also check out my free stories on ruinwillowauthor.com. And I have books myself on Amazon for sale as well. More coming. And I also have audiobooks on Amazon. You can search me for audiobooks. I'm doing quite a few books with the author, Amber Collins. She writes, she is the queen of writing about size erotica, where people change size and they fuck. Oh, the imagination is just huge there. So you've got to check that out. I'm doing a really long book for her right now. And I've done a smaller one for her and I have another one coming too. So check her out. It's hot. I mean, think about it. A person gets shrunk down and they can actually go inside a pussy like a dildo. Yeah, that kind of stuff is fucking hot. And she does lesbian, bisexual, and straight erotica, size-changing erotica. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this, and I hope you have an awesome, sexy fucking day. Love ya. Bye-bye. Ready for some spring cleaning of your beard and groin hairs? Try out Manscaped products where you can get 20% off with my new code RUIN, R-U-A-N, to get 20% off and free shipping. In order to get the discount, use the promo code RUIN, R-U-A-N, to do that spring cleaning to get yourself ready for sexy times. Heat up your spring with a new shave, a new trim. Perhaps try going bare. Get more skin smacks in the bedroom, if you know what I mean.